like a bar, baby. Yes, Lord, Manolo Rose, I see you out there shining, baby. The S550 with the gold BBs. No, he didn't do the gold BBs. I see you with your crew, the new walls. Out there tearing up the West Side Highway. Motivating and percolating and putting on for the city. I heard you betting on the Knicks. If it's five, make it ten. I get money. Blue strip hunters. Big face hunters. Little face hunters. Yes, sir. We are back. That shit feel like the 80s and the 90s. You know what I'm saying? WPGC. (laughs) (laughs) Had to give it a little bit of energy. So glad to be back with y'all after my uh, medical hiatus. But I am well, and I appreciate y'all for last week, and I am off of non-COVID. Yes, sir. The fact that you have to always preface that you're not... It's nothing to do with COVID. You'll be like, oh, my knee hurt. Nigga, that nigga got that shit. He got it. Like, it's my knee. Nah, nigga got that vaccinated. That bitch, that bitch just nigga got COVID too. Fuck that. How you got COVID in your knee? The fuck is that? All right, let's start this off right. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I am your host, Jay Easy. To my left, to my right, KG from DC. In the middle, and in the building, as always. Jake to the R. And y'all know how we do each and every week. We are going to give you as much energy, love, passion, and good times as we can while giving y'all real factual uh, uh, perspectives on a bunch of shit that pissed us off, shit we think y'all need to know. Y'all know how we do it. Fish, grease, and soul. Fish, grease, and soul. <laughs> I, I like that. That's Fish, grease, saying, and soul. <laughs> uh, wellness check, fellas. Y'all know what, how y'all doing? Oh, I'm so much better. It's a better week, better, yeah. better day, better everything. Good, Bless up. good, good, good. Earth. I'm good, bro. I'm about to go on vacation. Oh, I'm about so Earth Day. Oh, oh, wow. I got a lot of good action going on. Yeah, right I'm going on vacation with. <laughs> you don't know it. It just got better. <laughs> KG, how you feeling, baby? You're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Bragging ass. Hey, man. Um, I complain, but it wouldn't make no goddamn difference. Let's get up here and make some. Business, I dig it, I dig it, I dig it. Jay said all. Y'all know I'm normally the optimistic one. This week, I'm kind of in my feelings. Oh, um, and it has to do with the UDK pool that we in here. Just Hold week. on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on a donut, man. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and, I, and I, I don't understand it, man. Um, my guys need to step up, man. Hey, uh, Alvin Kamara, I'm calling you out right now. You coming to FedEx Field this week? I, mean, I, need, I need to run there and have a talk with you, man, because I need some more points out of you on this fantasy no, league, man. No, hey, man. Hey, man. You get the next yo, week. <laughs> I think this week is the week that you are absolutely good to go. Oh, yeah, you are there feeding the goat. We appreciate you. Oh, God. Hey, man. Hey, so uh, other than that, man, it's been a good week and a very productive week, and I'm glad to be back, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's been a good week for me as well. There are certain individuals or in the media that it has not been a good week for, well. and one of those individuals is a Miss Sage 
Still, <laughs> ain't Sage supposed to like clear out the demons? I would have thought. All right, no, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. Right, right. Go, right. go, we, we can keep moving. Well, I guess ESPN. I guess ESPN figured that they wanted it. ESPN wanted to get rid of the demons at their job, so they burned Sage. <laughs> <laughs> so they <laughs> she definitely got burned. Yes. Um, she was recently on the Jay Cutler podcast. Who I will full transparency admit I had no idea he had a podcast. Um, but I guess everybody. Everybody does now. Well, um, yeah, when you get cut from the team, <laughs> you got millions of dollars, right? Did anybody else actually watch the podcast? Anybody nope. yeah. watch it? I, I did. Nope. I did. I did. Um, confession, and it it was hard to stomach. Look here, Usher. Not the clip. <laughs> it was hard for the podcast. I watched the the, the actual clip the of clip. the podcast. Is that what it is? Mm, okay, nice. bring back that. Um, <laughs> I think Easy was trying to say, is anybody actually watching the Jay Cutler podcast? Well, I, I was That's asking. What I, was yeah, I was asking, right. did you see it? But I was okay. wondering, like, does anybody actually watch it? Because the views on it, so views are everything, right? You want to do it for the content anytime you're doing something. It's not always for the views. Mm -hmm. This video has 6,000 views. The video talking about the clip underneath of it had 585,000 views. Right. So, so we all remember the dude from. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves, that nobody knew his name. Most people still don't know his name until he ridiculously dunked on this Bama last week. I mean, last, last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it's, not, yeah. it's not because you that great. It's because, oh, you know what you did. Yeah. And he did some ungodly and it ended up on Sports Center. Right. So all of a sudden, everybody's like, yo, this kid is crazy. What he average? Uh, two point five points a game and uh, half a rebound. Okay, yeah, yeah. But what he did right here, yeah, and that's what Jay Cutler just did right there. That's exactly what it was. If you asked, I went to the, I tried to watch the whole thing, and I start, I started skimming. Yeah, anytime I'm watching, anytime I'm get, watching something, and I start board, doing, and I start doing something else, yeah, yeah. like when I start watching something, and I start me. getting my phone, you lost me. Or I like go to the kitchen to do something like oh shit I gotta go back and watch it. Anytime that happens, I'm bored. Yeah. Right. So I'm watching it and and they're talking and almost halfway through, Sage Steele is almost interviewing Jay Cutler. Mm. I'm like, this is terrible. I need to get to the part with the shit. <laughs> now I see why the, right, the clip right. beneath of it had right. the rest of it ain't shit. And then so I skipped around, I got to it, and Sage Steele un uh unprovoked. Mm -hmm. Who will say started talking about uh, talking about Obama and his father not being there and him identifying as black? Uh, started talking about vaccine mandate. None of this stuff that they were talking about was prompted, right? Like right. none of this was yeah. like. How do you feel about this? She no. just was going mm -hmm. like she had it on her chest. She had it on oh her chest. man, she what? did. And first yeah. of all, she ain't got no chest. Second of all, <laughs> the, pro the, pro the real problem we had was the problem is that. After we did the research, you were sitting there listening, skimming, and you know I do the same thing on YouTube. I'm like, fast forward, fast mm -hmm. forward, get to the spot. If I have to work that hard, and then I get to it, and I'm like, didn't nobody provoke you into this? Because first of all, we had a conversation on Wednesday, mm. and we all were talking about, you know what? I can imagine it went down like this. Mm -hmm. Then we do the research. We get here on Friday. It happened exactly like we said it <laughs> fucking happened. Yeah. Jay Cutler, who's been protecting my black people all his goddamn life, playing quarterback, was like, nah, I ain't got nothing to do with that shit. That's all you, you, that's all you dog. Uh, Jamel Hill was going to come out. 
Hey, all I can say is I've seen some of this, but uh, all I can say is, sister, wishing the best for yeah, you. I, all of this happened right after we said this is exactly what's going to happen. And the, the the part first, and with ESPN, um, she's been taken off of the air. Off I thought the she air. got I thought she got fired, but I've been corrected. I so too. She's been taken off of the air. Which in my mind means like a pump fake before they actually shoot. Like that's, 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 <laughs> right. I feel like this, I feel like that's like a pump fake. For if your, like and if then your then, job is to do interviews and provide content on the air, <laughs> and, you, and you don't do that any longer for the same company, I'm gonna call that your ass got fired. And yeah. let's be clear, she like, still got a check this week. That's all. Right. She definitely she got a check this week because next week is the question. Because that's what white people call severance. And what actually <laughs> happened was, like, first of all, she's not in any of the high spots that all of the black ESPN people who got actually got fired were on. Mm-hmm. She's not in any of those segments. She's not the first of the morning let's get you ready for everything else she's the middle where everybody's actually working mm-hmm. and actually at like at lunch she's at lunch mm-hmm. if you happen to catch the replay mm-hmm. of what was supposed to happen early in the morning before 10 mm-hmm. you catch sage See. and this is not to shit on her but this is to explain what we're talking <laughs> about you weren't that goddamn important from the beginning. Yes. So when you decide to go left, I'm assuming that you are making a program play to go ahead and say, Fox News, catch me. Yeah. Like, that, I don't yeah. understand what you're yeah. doing if you already know you're not that one. Like, are you well, trying? So, to, I, that's what I felt. When are, Jamel, you tr- are you trying to position yourself? When Jamel Hill was the only black reporter, beat reporter in America was working herself that way. What were you doing? So I, if you're not that person, then what were you doing that you feel like you have a spot to just be this outright? Go ahead. I couldn't I couldn't help but to wonder, is she in the position that she's in so that she's not heard and seen? Given a job, filling a spot, but not heard and seen. So because perhaps it's like it's like sports. Like we all sports guys, sports teams, that's our past. You know who didn't get the ball when it mattered. Mm-hmm. Perhaps she was in the position she was in because they thought if you put this, go ahead. That was you know, lady. Lady. I appreciate you not in saying. Position I appreciate you not saying where she is to to where her words will matter. Right. Where more eyes will be on her. Will she mess around and do what she did on the Jay Cutler show? Right. Mm. Unprovoked. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So somebody said, you know, we, we can kind of coax her along, put her in a position where she read those scores. <laughs> read those right, scores yep. tell us who got injured tell us the end result but don't add anything beyond that that's on that prompter and here she is she had the chance to speak without the prompter yep and yeah. now everybody has found out oh so this is the person who just reads scores and this is what you really think well let's be clear about something the prompter is written by the person who's speaking let's let's remember that about ESPN so it does have to go through a filter right but let's be clear I don't want people to get the misconception that Oh, well, Dan Patrick and everybody else before him were saying things that other people said for them. Mm, it has to go yeah. through a filter. So she had to be the same safe person she's been and go through the filter. Now, Jamel and all of them, they went through the filter and then they decided, well, guess what? I'm going to say this. Yeah. And you can say that when you have the gravitas and the background to be able to say, I can back this up. 
She I'm, obviously didn't have that open. And I want to make sure that I'm adding to what you're saying to say, yeah, she had the opportunity. She just was like, oh, no, I don't want to be that. I just never saw that. I never saw that from her. I, that, that's the only reason I posed that. And I I'm never saying. saw her in a position where it's never, she, you've never seen her interview anyone that matters. Never. You've never, discussed, no. you've never seen her discuss a topic that had merit. She is a surface, babe, just a wreck. She is a Ron Burgundy. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to say. If yeah. you decide to move to Tallahassee, the new guy comes in. They yes. do that show where they introduce yeah. you. We want to introduce you to our new person. Right? Hello, Pittsburgh. Right. And yeah. she just simply, I'm going to tell you what's, what's the basics of what happened. But when she got a chance to speak her heart. Yep. We all got a chance to figure out who she was. Fuck you, San Diego. Right. <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys truly get a chance to... Um, watch it if you hadn't watched it all the way through from the beginning um, and look at it from a different lens because I actually looked at it once and then I kind of went back to the beginning again mm-hmm. and it if you really see it it was a total ambush if you look at it how Jay Cutler actually brought her on the show they started talking about uh, Indiana and you know the heartland and everybody's this way. They kind of lured the audience in that oh we're so innocent we're not thinking of this. We're and Jay Cutler played a big role in that. And what happened was after a while you were bought into that and you, you got sucked into that part of it, and it kind of set the stage for what I think was their ultimate agenda. Uh, well, I, you know what? You know what? I don't. I'm. I'm I have to respectfully disagree, and this is why. Say, okay, this is why I heard the same difference. This is why, because if you watch it, I think what happened with Jay Cutler was he was co-signing on the back end of stuff. Right. He wasn't saying well, what do you think about this, alluding to when she would go off on a tangent, he would jump in, mm-hmm. but he would jump in on the back end, kind of <laughs> putting a battery in her back. And then she would go and go and go. And then we start talking about something else. And then she would go on a tangent to something. And then she would talk about anti-vax shit. And then he would co-sign, but just enough to not get in trouble himself. He didn't say nothing click-worthy. And if you watch it, Mm -hmm. he says a lot of bland shit. The only time he really gets into it is when he starts talking about family and his kids and all that shit. But But for the rest of the stuff, he stays real bland. But my my question is, I I would have to hear, and like I said, I I don't even follow Uncut or whatever he is Mm -hmm. because... I think he's some shit anyway. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's my word. But at the end, but, 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 but at the end of the day, um, I think that if you, I have to listen to his other uh, podcast, but I think he didn't own the show. No. When, when he didn't own it. No, and when you don't no. own it, to me, that's kind of like you are leaving it open to certain things. So you're just as, to me, complicit in, in that. That's, that's what I, the take I got from it. This is what I got, got from it. When you... And because I, I haven't always done this type of show mm-hmm. and I've done a show with a comedian mm-hmm. and I know when you have somebody on the hook and when I say on the hook, the difference is when that's your friend, you're throwing them a oop. Right. And right, I've thrown right. oops on this show. Mm-hmm. So I know the difference between when you're challenging somebody to do something and when you're like, oh, you just have your mindset. This is the way you want to go. Mm-hmm. Here's the oop. And a setup is is different. Like the idea of a setup is like this ain't a sting operation. This ain't you know what I'm saying Mary Mary and Barry like oh this bitch set me up. Yeah. <laughs> this All is right. you deciding this is where you want to go. Okay, give me some, here give me, you go. Give me some insight. What is the statement made prior to her making the? Well, I don't understand Obama. If you're a father. 
wasn't there for you, why she would you was, associate yourself with being African American? I, I wonder what's the statement before she that? She was speaking. I can't give it to you verbatim, but he she was speaking by her time on. I always get these shows mixed up. Is it the with Barbara Walters the daytime mm-hmm. show? Is it the View? The View. The View. Okay. The, the she was talking about that. Okay. And how she got kind of in trouble for claiming her biracial heritage so hard when you know during the show and after the show they were like you know why don't you just say you're black like why do you go into biracial and then she was like oh well I'm proud of you know my Irish American and then my black side her Mike Tirico ass shit yeah and then she was like you know with uh I'm sorry they were like on the show she said that Obama claims his blackness even though he's half and she was like, well, good for him, but, you know, it's his dad God, wasn't do it. I, look, I, gotcha, first of all, gotcha, I want to gotcha. say that um, I, I respect, I think all of us respect uh, one another's differences. And I realized that her life experience may be different. Wholly different. From than saying, yes. not, not just all, Jamel Hill. Yeah, right. Well, well yeah. we relate to Jamel, so I was included. Exactly. But, <laughs> well, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good point, yeah, yeah. right. But all that to say is, you you specifically bought Obama's name into the conversation. You you mm-hmm. could have just said an example of you know, a generic something or other and made that same point, but you right. wanted to go with Obama. So right. to me, there was a salacious. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's salacious, but you you had an angle. It was purposeful, right? It was purposeful. And yeah. There was, was a the most egregious audience. opportunity. There was a certain audience that she was that trying would to hear that, yeah, and with yeah. her statement. And you yeah. know what? You know what drove me up a wall. So uh, piggybacking off of that. Um, one of the other things she was talking about was the, it was anti-vax <laughs> mandate, which is weird, right? Like it's it's a it's not touchy, but it's like I agree. I don't like the mandates. I don't like any kind of mandate, but not for the fact that I don't feel like we need them. For the fact that I don't feel like we should need them. Like I feel like people should just do what the fuck they need to do. That's just my opinion. That's, that's why I don't yes, like the mandates. But that's a tremendous wish list. That's why yeah, I don't. Oh, yeah. If right. people was doing what they were supposed to do, we wouldn't we have, have to worry about the mandate. mandate. Right. Sure. So that's why I don't like the mandate. But she was saying, oh, you know, um, she was just going in on it, kind of akin to not, uh, being anti-vax, like that kind of a stance, mm-hmm. anti-vax itself, mm-hmm. like for the vaccine, and so. ESPN, aka Disney, aka the Mouse, was like, "Yeah, no, nah, uh, cancel that yeah. young lady." I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you was about that young lady. We make your meat on bread. You was about to go make your bread. You was about to go make your bread. Cancel that bitch. Okay, we make your we make your salary in the first nine hours at Disneyland. Here is what I have a problem. Shut it down. Here is what I have a problem with. I have a problem with the national health organizations not being able to step in and say all of our science has already told us that all of you need to move in this way. Mm -hmm. If you can't understand that that's the thing, cool. You have to deal with whatever falls out from you. I do understand that it's a problem when the government says yo, do this or lay down. Yeah, because we remember what happened in Germany. We remember what happened in Cuba. Mm -hmm. We remember what happened in all these other countries. And we are so arrogantly domesticated by USA that there are times when we just fall in line. It's like, hey, maybe that's not the right thing to do. I get that part from the essence of it. When you started calling out the president Mm. with the highest approval rating in the last 20 years... This is when you're choosing an argument that didn't need to be made. 
Yeah. You're yeah. starting to point out something that you wanted to make a point about about your life. This had nothing to do with making your point because mm-hmm. you could have made your point way easier than this. And, 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 and you that's, chose the third rail. That's you a, chose violence. And that's what, you know what she did. And that's, that's what I'm, what I'm saying. saying. That's what I'm saying with Jr. Because the conversation, if you're having a conversation with somebody and something is on their heart, mm-hmm. right? Something is on their chest. You could be having a conversation with them about anything, and then some like weird offshoot shit will come up, and you'd be like, "Wait a minute." You you couldn't wait fuck? to get there, right? Mm-hmm. You could. Uh, you come in, you have an argument with your wife, and you'd be like, "Oh, you know, why don't you do? Why don't you uh, cook more?" And she'd be like, uh, "Motherfucker, uh, you know, just bring up some old shit." You'd be like, "Wait a minute, hold on, that ain't got nothing to do with the fuck we talking about right now. Like that has nothing to do. Like why you like that bitch Instagram picture? Wait a minute, wait, what? We talking about dinner? What the fuck are you talking about? Like that shit was on your chest, and that's what she did. She just went left. So, so I am not." at all absolving Sage Steele from what she said. As a matter of fact, I thought it was disgusting what she said. My thing was, to me, and I don't know why, I just feel like I always want to go to the main source. Like mm-hmm. like uh, Jamel Hill talked about ESPN trying to portray uh, the worldwide leader in sports, try to portray that they are a moral, have, have a moral standard, and that's everything that they're not. She they, said no. they're a conservative group trying to pretend like they're a liberal group. Like a liberal group, exactly. No, exactly, and, that, and that's exactly what she said. And what I'm saying is, so many times I just think that the sta- what I was all I'm saying with the Jay Cutler show was that to me the stage was set for a, a soft landing spot for Sage Steele to to make the comments she made, and I, that doesn't take anything away from her statements at all. It's just that's what I felt. I think. That Sage still is blessed and fortunate to be in a position where her blackness seems like it's never been a question in the environment that she's been in. Sure. <clears throat> I also think that Sage still is an exception to the rule and that she doesn't understand if she was to walk through the streets of Mississippi or Alabama or Louisiana, they wouldn't say she was biracial. They say she was black. Sure. And there would be consequences and repercussions of you walking through that place <laughs> and being black and just walking through that place being black. But, but Irv, do you, do you think that's a true ignorance on her part? No, I mean, in the truth, it's a true fortunate ignorance now, okay, so, okay, gotcha. I'm not gotcha. going to say it's, I'm not going to say it's, it's self you can, your life is based right. on your experience right, right. So, so if you've never experienced um, animosity towards you because of, of the color of your skin like she, she right. was a military brat she was all over the place in Europe and blah 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 all these different places and you can only tell your story if right. your story doesn't have anybody that's had animosity towards you mm-hmm. it's a blessing it's awesome but you need to understand that you're an exception to the rule two parts one my, my perspective is off off jump Miss, Miss Steele I would pose a couple things to you one is it really that you wanted to have a discussion because you yourself have an issue as a biracial individual? So what you really needed to do is, is, is present that in a biracial environment where that was the topic, where that was the issue. You wouldn't have mm-hmm. other biracial people to be able to speak on it, right? Because mm-hmm. you shared it and it came off like as though, and he going to really be willing to call himself black, right? So the, and the reason I put it that way is, well, let's just keep it, since we're going to be, uh, uh, people who benefit from the from the growth of America. Well, let's be honest. All the Negroes are here in America are biracial. Yeah, there, I, I would yeah. that DNA twenty three thing. 
It's real. All of us and are what biracial. You, and what you're going to find at out, least. at least, what you're going to find out is that same part of your biracial that you love, that you wanted to put down on your paper, is the same one I'm running from because that's why my hair's a little curlier. My skin is a little lighter than, than some of my counterparts. Why is that? And do you really want... We already argued on We can't even bring up critical race theory. So... I, you want me to acknowledge what you're saying, but not acknowledge that all the black people are biracial. And do you want us all to all of a sudden not count ourselves because of great, 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 great granddaddy so-and-so who's really not related to you, but happens to be in your bloodline? I, the, the, the main issue that I have with it, um, I don't have a issue with this is me personally. I don't have an issue with anybody wanting to claim if you have, you know, mother, father, white, but I don't have a problem with that at all. At all. If that's what you no. want to do, that's what you want to do. But you don't have to take unnecessary, unprompted, unasked for pot shots at someone at else. Someone who was that influential. It's different if you're talking about motherfucker down the street. Like this 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 is <laughs> this is a former president of the United States and you felt like you just had on your chest to take a pot shot at this man. Shut up. Have the conversation about being biracial and just Shut the fuck up and sit down, and then have your cookies and milk. And go that man off. with the white mom and grandmother that would have had the same issues as you would have had walking through the streets of sure. Mississippi, That's Alabama, and Louisiana. You know, it's it's. I, I if if you haven't been there and it hasn't happened to you, you are blessed and fortunate. Like Super blessed. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but you haven't done any research at all. You know, or, or you you decided that. I'm good with where I'm at, and uh, I'm only concerned with me and everybody else's struggles is their struggles. I'm, I'm a shade less biracial than, than Sage Steele is. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> anybody that looked at me walking down the street <laughs> is not going to say he's biracial. They, right. They, he's black. What's up, my biracial? What's you know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody does that. What's up, my nigga? Which is the, which is the perfect segue, because what, what's our next issue? <sighs> Can you walk the streets of Philadelphia? And look the way you look, yeah. right? Have, again, until we see that video, when you show me that one, then I'm with you. I'm with you, Sage. When you show me the video of the white brother walking through the streets, headed home, New Year's Eve, white police officer just wanting to know where the f you going? I, I haven't seen that. It's yeah. not that it doesn't. I, I guess in, in her mind it happens. Yeah. We just haven't seen it. So if that is the case, that's the perfect segue for the next topic. Because can you literally walk the streets and not look like we gon' we gonna get into that? We gonna get into that? We, we up on it? We gonna get into that oh, next segment? Got, what you got? One little thing. What you got? What you got? Did anybody say throughout Sage Steele's life that she was presumed Muslim? Presume? No, I don't Uh-oh. think so. <laughs> well, they presume that shit about. About Barack. Oh, oh, based on his name yeah, alone. That was his name alone. Right? No, no, no. But, but, oh. but your man Forty Five made sure to yes. call him Hussein, Hussein every time he had opportunity. Yeah. But I just want to understand, like, the presumptions are good when your name is Sage Steele. Yeah. So did any presume her uh, Native American for no. being named Sage? No. No, so, with, so if your name was Whispering Song, right. <laughs> then Thank she you. wouldn't even have a but home. But you're following the same lines. She wouldn't have a home. Yeah, 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 if your name you. was Sage, she'd live in Canada. Goosenstein. <laughs> would they assume? Would they assume you were just German Jewish? Or Sage. Oh, no, they would have assumed, just oh, saying. you're black. And again, the whole thing is, <laughs> you picked a fight that didn't need to be picked but you if you even wanted to pick it like everyone here has already stated mm-hmm. there were so many 
lower count values that you could have gone at and said, this is where I'm trying to make my point, not to take down somebody higher than me, but just to make a point about how I feel about me. You ain't have to take no lighter. Okay. You could have just you made it about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you're good at your job. If you're good at your job. Nothing in her job well, has shown. Don't have an angle. It, nothing Thank in your you. job has shown that angle. you are good at angle. your job other than I'm an articulate person in this world. And if that's the same thing, then again, I come right back to my point. You're just Tariko. Sage Tariko. Mike Tirico's Canadian, right? Mike so Tirico has Mike claimed Tirico it. What he claimed himself to be. What he claimed. What he claimed. No, what he claimed. We have one. 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 Uh, Hex is gonna take it through this this video that I'm gonna tell you what man I was I was in good mood I was chilling and I don't, I'm not <laughs> mad that you sent it but man but, I didn't want nobody talking to me bro I didn't want nobody talking to me bro the goddamn uh, Grubhub person brought my goddamn food I snatched that shit and I was I'm sorry I didn't, yeah I didn't mean that. I'm sorry I didn't mean that uh, we we'll get some drinks we'll be back Hex give me one U D K Nice. 
Some slight. Some slight. No, 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 don't play with me. Ah. Ah. Don't play with me. Yeah, she wants me. (laughs) (laughs) Talk that talk. Let's go. Shout out to Tamara. Uh, man. So the, the first joint, Love the Andy Rain joint I played, that was her. And then the nah, they friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so was, she got both sides. That was both. both. Okay. You, you know that doesn't normally happen. Yeah. But when I heard her whole joint, the Tamara tape, that's the name of it. She's young. She's mm. very young. Man. But her, she got seven joints. You may be hearing more of them in the future because all of them are fire. <laughs> that's that's fire. the single right there. Yeah. Let, let me tell you that man. right now. Yeah, yeah, all of them are okay. fire. Um, so real quick, I forgot to talk about this um at the beginning. Uh I have a uh I have a homeboy and uh he's trying to give back to the community. Um so he is having a E Unity Community winter clothing giveaway. Um it's October the seventeenth. Uh and birthday. It, <clears throat> that's your birthday? Indeed it is. Wow. <laughs> Go show it. Look at the universe. Look at the universe. Indeed it is. Um so he's giving uh hats, gloves, scarves, coats. Uh, to kids and families that are in need uh, in the Baltimore area, Baltimore County, uh, Randallstown area. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, if you would like to donate, let me give you the email real quick. Uh, it's eunity at gmail dot com. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna donate, if you wanna participate, if it's whatever it is, eunity at gmail dot com. So Hit you, that up. You're gonna have to spell it, bro. <laughs> e- I was unity? about to say because you're talking about Baltimore. The way they pronounce oh, E doesn't come out the mad. same way. It's I like got E T U N I T Y. One more time. The letter E. Edit it up. The letter E. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. At gmail.com. One more time. E U N I T Y at gmail.com. If you want to send money, if you want to donate, if you want to contribute in any way, feel free to hit that up as much as soon as you can, whatever you can do. Um, and it would be greatly appreciated if you want to give back, then hit my man up. And, and on a real note, we will be donating. Yes. This shit happens on October 17th, bro. That's all I can say. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Baltimore County, stand up. Yes. Uh, so we are back, um, and we touched on a little bit before the break. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Hex. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Uh, we spoke about uh, the group chat that we have. I know you know everybody has their group chats. You know, and you talk about sports, you talk about uh, you know current events, you talk about you know different things. And our group chat is. Pretty much dedicated to subject matter that we need for the show. Right. Pretty much. Uh, and Hex put an article, uh, he put a video uh, in the group chat of a situation that we feel like you guys need to know about. I know in the mainstream media, they haven't really uh, been highlighting some of the, uh, the the atrocities and some of the, uh, the terrible things that are going on, but they're still happening. I know we have COVID. I know we have the government shutdown. That almost happened. 
yeah. that got punted. Uh, I know we have different things like that, but at the end of the day, we still are trying to fight injustice, and it's still happening every day. Uh, Hex, can you just real real quick just take us through the situation with this cop and uh, what's well, going on in Philly? Again, all the story came about this week that there was a story from last New Year's Eve where young man is coming home, a, a man is coming home, black man is coming home. Let me make sure we're clear on that. In his own neighborhood, trying to get home, and in the midst he's, he is, he comes into contact with this police officer who is a Caucasian brother who wants to know where is he going? What's he doing there? Why is he in this neighborhood? And why is he outside, basically? Hmm. So, the cover, the, the, the idea once again here is that somebody's just been asked, what are you doing? Because they can take advantage of their ability and their power for to abuse someone. The, 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 the most troubling thing to me was the fact that this wasn't a situation that even really needed to occur. Like, it, it literally looked like he was just out looking for a fight. Have you ever been out? Like with your friends and you can see somebody that just looks like they on some shit where it's like, I want to fight someone. Like, it doesn't matter who it is. I'm mean mugging everybody. You know, I'm giving everybody evil eye. I'm talking crazy to people and I need to fight somebody. It seemed like that's what the cop was on the way he was talking, calling him homie and shit. I was like, come on, dog. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Here we go. Let you tell it. Boy, you don't live down here. Let you tell it. Boy, where are you from? None of your business. Where are you from? No money. Because you ain't from down here. Okay. You ain't from down here. Okay. (laughs) Officer Hoover, who shows his badge number and name in the video, called the man boy and dog and homie several times. The man recording the video claims he just left his aunt's house in the area. It's my car right there. We show the video to Michael Muhammad, a community block leader in the neighborhood. He believes the officer is talking down to the man and is crossing the line. We don't want our children to look at the police as if they're the enemy. But some police, unfortunately, is the enemy, are the enemy because they because they are actually policing us instead of policing with us. You know, in um in uh in gang culture, when you have somebody that's from outside of where your territory is, one of the first questions is, What's "Where you from? from? Mm-hmm. Where you from? You don't you don't belong around here." Mm-hmm. And to hear a person in law enforcement is supposed to have a position of authority to talk like that made me. It, it felt like it was a it was a gangbanger talking. That's what it felt like. That's what it was. If you ever been, the way he was talking would make you think <clears throat> that he was one of. <clears throat> you know how people talk about community policing and police that know the people in their area, mm-hmm. and it makes it the way he was talking. It makes it seem like he knows. Everybody that's supposed to be in that neighborhood or that area, and mm-hmm. that because he didn't recognize this individual, that this individual was out of place. The yeah. only thing that I want to know is what did the individual do? Nothing to get to that <laughs> point to begin with, brother. Well, besides being in a place that the officer thought he wasn't well, supposed well, let's, to. Well, be. let's take that uh, uh, just a half step further. Um, without looking at a license, which is, you know, what people who have actual badges are prone to be able to be accountable to do. Instead of all of that, you profiled a dude and was like, oh, this shit is too nice for you. What up, homie? When you call him homie, you already saying, and I'm sure other people are going to say, no, he was just speaking in his own vernacular. Mm-mm. No, he wasn't. He was saying to him, you're black. You don't deserve to be here. 
So I know if you're here, you either after one of ours or you're just out here for mischief. Mm -hmm. That's the relative point that's being come across. When he says homie and all that shit, the way that he says it, he's telling you. I, I, I'm I'm attempting to get unprofessional. That's the way I want to go. I want to go to an unprofessional situation. From That's where I want to right from jump. So this is my way of letting you know that I might be a cop. You might be walking, and but I'm about to treat you different. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get unprofessional. See, and I, and I mentioned to someone earlier in the week that when I saw this, the first thing that has supposed that's supposed to happen. Right, the police are always yelling about they want the respect and the dignity of the of the community. But the first thing that's supposed to happen is you're supposed to approach the individual that you feel like, as a police officer, there's a reason to approach them and tell them why you're trying to approach them. In mm -hmm. asking for their name and their information, that is voluntary. I need people to understand it. I need police officers out there who are good police officers to preach that very concept. Yes, we don't have to answer you. That's the law. Yeah, the law says I don't have to answer you. Yeah. You know why? Because we can't trust you. That's why they left. The, that's why they left that open. So we speak of like a. Uh, uh, I spoke earlier to a close friend of mine about um, pre, the need for a prerequisite um, of, of certain psychology. But then, I, I, you know, not just a prerequisite, but also an ongoing, um, you know, dialogue or ongoing training, because the, the approach to this officer took was very personal it it got to a point where it was no longer professional i know that sounds cliche but it was it it, it, it was like almost like he was hunting this young man and again and we've seen mm -hmm. um how this kind of stuff has gone on over the years and the endings have not been very very um positive so I'm I'm crying out now for a uh, a prerequisite, but also an ongoing um, training. If you're going to do anything to uh, reset this thing, you have to have an ongoing training of these officers because it, it got downright personal, and it shouldn't get that way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't understand why <clears throat> the officer was unable to identify the reason why the encounter was necessary to begin with, and there was none. Yeah. I don't think there was no. I would I would think that once you've identified yourself as an officer, that the next step would be saying, "I have reprimanded you, or I yes. pulled you over." I'm stepping to you in this way because well, of such and such, such. And, and that's why I looked at the the video in its entirety because as as much as we could gather from that, because mm -hmm. because as I as I said, let me make sure I'm not missing something. But as it went on and went on, it just seemed like he was just becoming more and more the aggressor. Now you do understand. The end result is the brother is arrested for resisting arrest. Mm -hmm. Arrested for resisting arrest. By not resisting yes. arrest and not needing to be arrested. Yes. Has to bail himself out. I heard that. To have it then thrown out. To have it now where it's publicized. Mm -hmm. And this gentleman has been paid all this time. Yes. To continue to do the same thing he did that night for the last for the last nine months. Yes, and that's why when Irv just asked the question, he, I, that's why I listened to it in its entirety, and I didn't see, I didn't hear anything that would indicate the idea of any reason for that. What's the thing about it is you're you're looking at it from the perspective of a logic. civilian, not just logic, but a civilian and an officer. 
Right mm-hmm. now, just because he works for the police, don't mean he ain't let, me, let me let <laughs> me let me say it again. Just because this motherfucker works for the police, don't mean he's a police officer. I'm sorry, he might have the job, exactly. you might have the badge. Mm-hmm. You are not a police officer. You are a motherfucker that works for that police department. But you ain't no cop because a cop is supposed to be somebody who protects and serves. serves. But that ain't what so you're doing. Compassion, treating people with dignity. Yeah. Right. And wanting to simply be there so that they know that that's why you're there. Well, let let me put it in a different way. But because you are a police officer doesn't mean you are acting as an officer of the law. Well, that's what we're saying. No, no, no. Because let me be extremely specific so you understand. An officer of the law means you're following the law. A police officer is what we call cops. Motherfuckers who just happen to be on that gang. Like well, yeah, an yeah, officer, yeah. no, that because that's what I think you're saying. Yeah, so understand yeah. is that, yeah, you have a badge, you're a cop, but you're not being an officer of the law yeah, in yeah, this yeah. period of time. Yeah, yeah, you're stepping outside of everything having to do with what the law constrains you to do, what it, it, it what it makes you have to say and propagate yourself to be. You stepping outside of that and talking like you a gang member. Yeah, you you so gang, you just being a gang. You a gang banger with a pass. You're a gang banger with a pass because I can't get back at you. If you a gang banger and I'm a gang banger and we get into some shit, I can go at you. You go at me. That's what it is. And what saved this young black man? Yes, he's literally a gang banger that just can't be touched. You're 1, cheating. 000. You're cheating. If you're gonna be, <clears throat> if you gonna be a gang banger, then I should be able to get at you. And and, and the, the, the problem ultimately is we have to be able to say that that some of y'all are doing a shitty job. And need to be replaced. Yes. You know how somebody's mad at the Panera Bread or the Burger King when something don't go right and they want the manager? Why aren't we able to get the fucking manager to the front to say, I'm tired of your bad apple part. Keep bringing it. You know how the NFL is constantly revolving with new players? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so are, so are the, the academies. Yes. So keep refilling the spots with good-ass officers. This ain't a hard problem. Once again, we keep bumping ahead because we know that there's a... There's a it's the union. It's the union. Well, there's a two-part. There's a part that needs to do what they got to do because they, they do other things besides just protect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had to have a different podcast. <laughs> you know, we, 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 I don't know if y'all are ready for that one. We think, you know, how long has it been since the Trayvon Martin um, situation? And, you know, people will say, well, you, you let it go. What? It keeps happening. Yeah. It keeps happening. I wish yeah. you didn't send that, X, because I, I mean, I, I know it's happening, but to actually see it again and these people, you know, actually. Praying on young men or anyone. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. The like-minded behavior is connected to, look at how in in, in the Zimmerman case, they tell him, he calls he calls the police, mm-hmm. like yeah. a good concerned neighbor. Hey, there's a guy in my neighborhood. Just want to let you know, I'm taking, I'm keeping an eye on him, right? But from there, what turns into, when they tell him, well, sir, make sure you go ahead and let him go. We got someone coming. Let him go, sir. We got someone coming. No, 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 no. I'm going to save the neighborhood. I'm going to do what I want to do. We got to do what I want to do ism. That's the new thing. I'm going to do what I want. Right? And that shows your authority. And in the midst of that, the young man ends up getting killed. He gets to tell his version of the story. He was hurting me. Mm -hmm. But weren't you told how many times not to? Right? You know, we we um, we had a conversation um about uh the holidays 
Right. We had a conversation about the holidays. Jr. brought up a point where he said he didn't like the fact that during the holidays, the uh, the businesses can dictate when you spend your money. Mm-hmm. Right. He didn't like that. I'm of the same mindset, but I'm of the same mindset with the media. Right. I don't like the fact that when the media decides it's time for me to be upset about something, they can shine a light on it. And then I'm upset about it. Preach. And then. When some other shit happens, they move it over there. But then when something like this happens, mm-hmm. there's no cameras. So I'm not supposed to be upset. And if you do get upset about it, all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, come on, man, let that shit go. No, I, we're, we're not doing that. We're not letting this shit go. This shit is still happening. I know on your timeline, on Facebook, Instagram, fucking TikTok, whatever the fuck it is, whatever, they are just dictating what you're concerned about, what you care about. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that to me. But here's what I would love to have happen. If you want to keep your, because we can only change but so much in a reality, mm-hmm. then, then throw me one of those fake bones too. Let me see how this impacts society. You know how you want, you tell me about the drunk driving. You tell me about the, uh, uh, my breast cancer. Mm-hmm. My problem you is tell that. me about the abuse week, abuse month, and so on. Then show me. That you're now going to show things that involve what it is our concerns are on a regular basis on national TV as those same type of infomercials. My problem and is I, I believe you. And my problem is that I can't trust them to do that because when they do that, it's uh, Shorty from Full House paid for her kid to go to college. Like that's their bone that they throw, and I don't give a fuck. Oh, about no, 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 I'm not talking about throw us. I'm not. No, no, I'm talking about give us a, a platform to show the scenario in which. Our lives are impacted by whatever. And I feel you, maybe. What I'm saying is, nobody's giving up their platform. What they will say is, no, we want to be even. We want to be honest. And and that's not possible when we don't have the same honesty and evenness to be able to be given out. Um, Here's my my idea. Let me question. This is a question, better yet. Is the end racism and stencil in the trim of the end zone? Oh, y'all didn't, oh, y'all didn't, y'all, yeah. hadn't noticed, y'all yeah. didn't see that? Yeah. It's, you hadn't see, it's yeah. not helping you mend. You're, yeah. like, you're not getting better. Oh, and on the back you, of the helmet. You're not seeing the growth. Oh, and, and the, the back dream. of the helmet. Yeah, the back of the helmet. It's all, all that yeah, shit's on right. the If you choose, and that's not all of them. If you yeah. choose. Yeah. I thought it was all of them at the beginning of the season until I saw Wow, it's if you choose. It's if you yeah. choose. That's our So don't... It, Again, and it's not supposed to be the this, this, it's not supposed to be the the communism thing of McCarthyism where yeah. if you don't have anything on your back, what you trying to say? Right. I'm not saying that because I don't think your bumper stickers are worth are worth shit. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Either you want to do things with programs that you know will work. That's why you kill those programs, yeah. or or you're gonna keep the slogan. And they'd rather us have fight for slogans than get the programs that we know will work. That start from that start yep. from we yay. To there, yeah. But they but, make but, lives change, okay. and they know it. They know it works. They yep. know it for a fact. The numbers show it. Yep. But you have to choose to invest in those people while we worry about everybody else's everybody every other group. They missed the ball when Colin Kaepernick kneeled. But how how did you respond to that initially? They, he, he, how did they you respond to that? And that and that's and that's your truth. How did you you had a chance to respond immediately? The PR people weren't ready. They weren't ready for exactly. the spin because they gonna have a spin exactly. And that's so what anything, talk. anything thereafter is full. It's it's yeah. it's extra curricular stuff that you're trying to do to make up for your fumble. You know, who the, um, did, did y'all hear about who was announced for the Super Bowl halftime? Did yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Snoop and Dre, Snoop, Snoop, Mary J. Blige, yeah. Turn up. Uh, 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 young, everybody under Dre. 
Yeah, it used to be like just Aerosmith and like that was the whole like you know that, that was Jennifer Lopez like that was, that was it yeah and that is this is where we are. Um, speaking of honesty, right? There we go. Speaking of honesty, this is what I wanted to hear. <laughs> uh, so there's a new Netflix special uh, from a comedian who is very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of one of the greatest of all time. Yes, our hearts. Uh, Mr. Dave Chappelle. Now, Dave has a new uh, special out called The Closer, right? The Closer. Uh, And I believe the reason why he called it The Closer because this is the last uh, obligation to the Netflix contract that he had. I think it was was four, five, six. Six? It was six? This is the last one. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we decided on Wednesday as a group, we made sure that everybody would watch it, right? I was like, all right, you know, let's talk about it. You know, you got some stuff in there we want to talk about on the show. Uh, and I just want to full transparency halfway through the show I was exhausted like my whole body was tense through the whole first half just because of how raw he was being the entire if you have not seen this special yet right the first half is like oh my god because we've been conditioned for politically correct uh, PR spin soft Material. That's what we've been programmed for. Mm-hmm. The entire first half is him just literally, you know how people like hit on a nerve, we hit a nerve. Right. He's literally just tap dancing and crip walking on a right. nerve. Like he's just dancing on the motherfucker for the whole first half. And then the other half, he kind of comes back a little bit and then gives you kind of the jokes. But the right. first half, he is, just, he is not playing it's in the first half. A little bit of speech, a little bit of preach. He's mm-hmm. not He's not playing. Mm-hmm. I don't think he took his feet off in the second half. He did. I mean, the, the, he joke, did. the joke that he ended that joke or kind of went out with was so morbid that <laughs> it was like he was like, it's like he said, I'm. I'm I haven't even got started. You know, he told you during. He, he was me. telling you where he was going the whole time. During, but the, the during first, the, the first half I'm of it, going all out. The first half of it didn't feel the 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 timing of it, the the setup, the punchlines didn't feel like jokes. We it didn't feel like jokes. It was just like I'm going to say this statement raw as possible. Right. I'm going to say this statement as raw as possible. And then he got to the ones where he actually had the timing, where it was like I'm going to set it up. And I'm gonna give you the punch. Like right. time, comedy right. has a timing. Mm-hmm. There was no timing in the first half. It was all around. just. It, it was depends. all just raw. I think that depends on your your sense of humor because I was sure. crying in the first half. Sure. Like, and, and, um, and I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. But what Er with, with Easy is is bringing to it was a setup. It literally was a little bit of a preach sermon. Mm-hmm. Pro, it was almost like a. Uh, it was almost like, let me give you a Dave Chappelle book report, right? Quick, right? <laughs> it's like a year-end summary for the company. Like, here's what's been going on with the Dave Chappelle Inc. And we got this, this, this is who's mad, and this is who's not, and this is who's cool, and this is what's going on, and here's what I'm doing with myself, and this is the last show. And then, then he was like, let me start to go ahead and tell y'all some funny shit. Yeah. Based on how I've set this whole thing up. Because if I don't set it up, oh boy. He can't. He, he, y'all love Dave Chappelle, but not if he don't set it up first. Yeah, bro, that he, shit. He came in shock and awe from the minute they put the lights point on. Point one yes. to point two. <laughs> yes, that was his. Yes, purpose. the first, <laughs> bro. When he came out and he told. First of all, the the funniest one to me, and uh, uh, you need to watch. I'm not gonna spoil it, but it's a joke about a little old lady in the parking lot. That shit had me crying. The whole setup, the whole series of the jokes had me crying. He is so he is brilliant, bro. 
He is brilliant. Some of the stuff he's talking about in the beginning, like he would reference at the end. Some of the stuff that I cringed at at the beginning, I was rolling at the end. And I was sure. like, you motherfucker. I was like, you made me laugh at that, you motherfucker. Oh, my God. I got to point out, Brad, the, 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 fur, the, the purpose of what, what I used to believe was the purpose in comedy was to be able to say the stuff that nobody else is going to want to say That's or fact. be able to there say. That's fact. I want to outrage you and get you worked up and, and say the stuff that most people can't say. So if you're going to be offended by some shit that's supposed to be funny, it's, it's tough for me for, for me to, even if he's talking about, I mean, that guy, you know, you got comics that sit and talk about people that's actually in the audience, mm-hmm. right? What is different than that comedy that's talking about a segment of people in society, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to outrage you, but at the same time, I'm trying to make you laugh. Yeah. I can't please everybody. I'm, I'm look. I don't know if you noticed in the show it was these two ladies. Yes, the, me and the wife oh, said the same bro, shit. We said the same <laughs> shit. The, the two in the middle. My wife yes, never it, noticed. Look, it yeah. got to a I certain point the where they were no longer laughing at the jokes because obviously yep. what he was saying was hit home. home. Because, right. because at least one of them was trans. But the point is, <laughs> isn't that what <laughs> comedy is supposed to be about? I, I'm not here to please everybody. There's right. going to be some people that enjoy it. There's going to be some people. But I, all this... First, you motherfuckers. I'm sorry. Bro. No, no, go, go, no, go, go, go. These go. motherfuckers sit out here and scream First Amendment. I should be able to say this. I should be able to say that. I should be able to lie to you in real time and you can fact check me. But my First Amendment right should give me the freedom to be able to say whatever the fuck I want to say, right? Right. But if I get out here and say something about a certain segment or certain segments of society, sure. all of a sudden, that's that's bad. That's wrong. But my First Amendment rights aren't just as valuable as they should be or whomever. I, I don't understand Speak. it. You know, you know and this I'm, is somebody no. trying to be funny, not yeah. somebody... I'm, it's I'm one thing when I'm, I'm, I'm lying to you on purpose and I'm not trying to make you laugh. Sure. I, this is what I'm trying to get you to believe is reality. Right, and I can. I got a president of the fucking United States that's defending his right to fucking lie. But I got a comedian sitting there telling jokes, and we want to say that this man shouldn't be able to say and have the same protections right. under you know the First Amendment as this lying ass motherfucker over here. You know what? Um, he spoke in the show about uh, about feminism. How mm-hmm. feminism is he, all about he equality. Said he's a feminist. Yes, he is a feminist. Talk about equality, mm-hmm. right? If we want to have equality, and I, we were speaking about this off part, if we want to have equality, if we're in a room and we're all supposed to be equal and we're all we're all friends, we're all equal, mm-hmm. and my way of uh, my way of interaction with you is to roast. That's what I do. That's our relationship. Some people have that relationship. You know, we have a relationship. Where we see each other. We be like, oh, my fucker, look at your shoes. That's what right. we do. If we're supposed to be equal, then I can roast black people. I can roast white people. I can roast Asian people. I can roast men, women. I can't have to stop when I get to you because that's yeah. not equal. We're not equal. If the, the 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 LBGTQ, if they laugh at every other joke when they mm-hmm. talk about, oh, you know, uh, black people this and white people this and sure. Asian people this, you laughing at all of those. But then when I bring my ass to you, yes. all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're going to cancel you. No, no, that's not equal. Cut his show off. I can't believe he said that. <laughs> Can you believe he said that? Sure. Skip the first hour and 15 minutes worth of jokes. That was hilarious. Yeah. Nah. But this part, oh, 
Oh hell no! No, it's, we can't. Oh have that. hell no! No, we gotta can't go. Now, now, now I will say it. It seemed if it, it felt to me. This is my humble opinion that he really had a bone to pick with. Them. Oh, he did. <laughs> he did. Yeah, and, yeah. and he gave them extra the attention. Yes. Yeah. Let me say this. I have something at the end. I'll wait to that. Um, by all means, let me say. I said before. Sometimes when you. Everybody can't take true power and influence. They can't handle it. You will become the bully. You will become the bully if put in a position where the things you have to say and how you say them affect others in such a way you might not be able to handle that ability. That's the straight up truth. And part of what's happened is we have a group that's decided we've had enough and I don't even know what enough is and enough from what that's to be discussed in a, in a different con- context because one of the, we were talking about, we were talking about our podcast, our pod, we said, you know, there's a, there's a notion that one of Bill Maher brought up a point last week in his show that there's a note, there's a terrible notion that if I don't know what you, what you're referring to or what you're dealing with, then I'm late, I'm behind and I need to get myself more progressive and figure out what the fuck is going on which is wrong. There's a basis to our society. You can make it as progressive and fake as you want it to be, but we have a basis. It's called mommy, dad, child. No, no, there's no, no, there's no change to that. Nuclear that, family. Without mm-hmm. that, we don't have people. That's just the basis. We, before you go any other way, it has to start there. Now, it doesn't have to be husband and wife. But it has to be mom, dad, child makes human being. We got to agree on that to begin with. With that being said, comes, as it was noted, we can't find ourselves debating what it is you call yourself. Mm-hmm. That's for you. How many things are there? That's for you. <laughs> How many? <laughs> and, 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 and that's no see, and I'm, and I'm tired of this. No disrespect to anyone and everyone and all the people in the world and everybody in bowlegged midgets who don't bowl, <laughs> people who don't like Wednesdays, everybody who don't like lotion. Fuck all that. <laughs> because what's happening is they're making we're making fake people. Yep. We're making this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. This is how you smile in front of people. This is how you respond to people. This is how you answer the question. If you don't do it this way, that's your fault that your business suffered. It's your fault that your podcast went down. It's your fault that people stop watching your show because we're letting the bullies tell you what was disrespectful and how. Now, as individualistic for a story, of course, that's going to be the case. But there's no assault by Dave Chappelle on anyone, which once again, if you saw the show, then you will understand he tried to explain and then explained again and then explained again. So um, I'm sitting here with my brothers and I have to talk about something that we talked about on the previous podcast that came across real arrogant and everybody wanted to drag me for it. And it's cool. I am no problem being the person who has to carry this flag for other people because I carry it for some of y'all. We're smarter than some of y'all. And when we've been listening to Dave Chappelle, we weren't listening to 
Eddie Griffin tell a fart joke. Some of y'all were missing the point. And that's why he went so hard. He didn't go so hard because he was so angry at you. He didn't go so hard because he was so missing the point on why your struggle was real. He was trying to make the point that so many people have missed in the fact that what we've been trying to do for 500 years, y'all seem to be able to do in less than 20. And the arrogance that you need to take with you when you try to come back at me about that is the fact that, no, we've been carrying this all of this time. And you all have gotten a movement in 15, maybe less, that has gotten you laws, that has gotten you everything. But you've gotten that on the backs of black people well. and their struggle. On top of that, he even brought up when it was Susan B. Anthony and white suffrage and how these white women thought that they had the same fucking argument as black women. No, bitch, you don't. Mm. It's not about you. And I, I take back the calling her a bitch, but that's the feeling of anyone who has struggled just to be a human and then to have to deal with, yes, we'll get voting rights along with you. Kinda. Yeah. Just, like, just, like, yeah, just to ahead. clarify that <clears throat> the Susan B. Anthony and her lot didn't want Sojourner Truth to talk and mm-hmm. their at, the at, at their big meeting. But like like Dave said, you know, black women gonna get up and see. They gonna say whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. <laughs> and they were actually trying to say that we didn't want her to speak because we didn't want to conflate the women's issue and the black issue. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And and again Which is always my point. Go and, ahead. And I intentionally didn't bring up the names, not because Dave Dave had done this progressively for so many spots. It's not because Herb is wrong by, by bringing that up because that's the point. But the point comes from you have missed all of the things that have gone on before you and how so many black people had to die not just on slave ships, mm-hmm. not just on, on plantations. plantations, not just on everything, but just because they existed and raped and pillaged and all of these other things. And yes, this happened to white women too. Not, not the slave ships, not the plantations, but some, some rape and pillaging as well. That, all that being said, we are not equivalent on our pain and go ahead go ahead the issue with Dave Chappelle bringing a light bringing shining light on this issue is awesome because at least it brings up conversation yeah Yeah. I always say from the beginning if we talk about it and somehow something something will come about from it when we don't talk about it we just we simply assume and we stay stuck in the same positions because we haven't been enlightened and we can't enlighten so nothing can change so at least it's a conversation piece However, I want to say in the, with the Dave Chappelle scenario, he brought up the baby and the baby made some comments. As Easy mentioned earlier, if we all can't take the comments, then we all can't play the game. But we can't decide when we're going to decide who's been too disrespectful for the week, for the month, and decide that we're going to try to destroy individuals 
if we're not going to go after all bad people, not someone who said something specifically about you, but people who have done something that doesn't agree with our society as a whole. How, how are we going to be able to have hold our head up high if we, if we want to destroy the person that's made a comment that you feel is homophobic? But then at the same time, you don't care, as he mentioned in the show, to hate to kill the joke. But if you find yourself in a situation where the young man killed a black man in a fucking Walmart and you didn't know, because guess what? Twitter didn't tell you. Instagram didn't tell you. Whatever didn't tell you, you didn't even know that happened, nor did it impact his career. But the minute he made a comment at a concert and it said anything in remotely disrespectful to someone's feelings, as Dave Chappelle puts it, you find yourself in a position where now you want to empower yourselves for change. That's sad as fuck. Yeah. That's sad, son. That's sad. Um, And and to not catch that was his whole point. You know, um, people use the term homophobia. Right, they say you know you say something about gay people, the LGBTQ, they say you homophobic. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like with the way that the movement has gone, that has become a reality, but not the way that they're uh, they're insinuating. They're insinuating homophobic because people are afraid of gay people. It's like, well, yeah, that's kind of how society is getting there because we, we we're becoming afraid of y'all. But it's not anything underlying. It's literally because I don't want to say anything to offend you. I don't want you to come mm-hmm. and whip my ass right. and cancel me. So I'm afraid of you. So that's that's what it's becoming now. And it's sad. Um, I, I, I suggest everybody go see it. What do y'all think? I, did y'all? Sure. Definitely peep it. I love that joint, man. I can't lie. You know, I got a warped sense sure. of humor. So I yeah. right yeah. Yeah. You, and I'm on that real. Yeah. Sure. We're going to keep it real or we're going to keep lying. Sure. That's a fact. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Um. If you don't have the depth for it, then don't. Mm. And I, and because here's the thing, mm-hmm. just because somebody give you a sword don't mean you know how to swing it. And mm. if you don't understand, again, I'm mm-hmm. watching this. Mm-hmm. I have seen this, and I have seen way too many points of view that are so fucking short sighted that motherfuckers are missing the bigger point. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what you're talking about when you're quoting Dr. King, then you just sound like a fucking Republican quoting Dr. King. Just shut the fuck up and stay the fuck away. Mm. If you're not prepared to be able to understand and digest what the fuck is being given to you, then no. Stay the fuck away and joke with your fucking friends. Because I don't need you in here in the depths of these waters because it sharks down this bitch. I'm not going to say anything after that. That no. was it. I'm not saying anything no. after that. Say the fucking word. Uh, it's been a great pod. Let's go. We are we are That's at the it. end once again, my friends. I just want to say I know I said this before, but I am so thankful to be here uh, every week. I get to come and spend time with y'all and have these actual in depth conversations. I don't have to have surface conversations like I do in the middle of the week, and that shit is annoying as fuck. I don't I don't give a fuck about the weather. I don't right. care what your daughter did at soccer practice. I don't give a fuck. Right. I want to talk about some real shit, <laughs> and I get to do that here. And I thank y'all for that. From the bottom of my heart. Let's go. Uh, we up on it. Shout outs. Hex. Man, shout out to the family feeling better. Shout out to the family uh, doing man. everything they can to, to, to continue to get better. Um, shout out to everybody that I reached out to this week that's uh, about to help us move this thing forward. Uh, and then I, and I'm trying to explain to them what we're trying to do and make this even bigger and better. And uh, shout out to everybody who already rocks with us. Yes. Because that's the only reason we're here. Irv, shout out. I want to shout out my sister-in-law. Um, uh, her birthday was on October the 7th, but me being me, I 
called her on October the fifth. <laughs> right date. So yeah, technically, I was the f- I should have been the first, first person. You was early. Yeah, you was early. Happy birthday! But much love. Shouts out to you, sis. Love you. Hope all is well, and that your day was a wonderful one. That your weekend will be a wonderful one, and that your month. Will be a wonderful one. Libras for life. Let's yes. go. KG, shout out. Shout out to Hex family. Um, that's been love since day one. Shout out to Perspective because we need you more than anything else. And shout out to the people who are listening to us and that understand that we're here for y'all even if y'all know it. Yeah. JR, shout out. Man, shout out to uh, Dave Chappelle. Um, I didn't weigh in on that in the last segment um, because I, I, I like to hear my brothers break it down. Mm-hmm. After hearing it, you realize that it was actually a mini masterpiece. Mm. It was a work of art and only time it will make it a classic. Yeah. But actually, when we first digest it, it just seems like another show. But shout out to the idea and the concept that he gives us something to engage to think about outside the box and yeah. run with yeah. that alone is far above and above things that people just carelessly spill out their fucking mouths mm. <laughs> okay so uh, shout out to that shout out to the 80s all stars man I gotta get off the donut man I gotta get off the donut this week man if you want Russell Wilson for the fantasy, you can have him. No, no, no. We, 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 we his, his finger's fine. His finger's fine. Yeah, yeah, he, he only out for like five weeks. Come on, KG. Hey, hey, let's be real. Um, we do a serious thing here with a lot of jokes, and we love what we do. But we need some of y'all to come along and just like bite the the real apple and not even the, ba- the apple bite the worm and understand that there's some something good with you we ain't pulling you up like fish we ain't, we ain't gonna fry you <laughs> we gonna give you some good information and once you get a piece you gonna have something to take back with you to, back home let's yeah, go yeah uh shout out to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast shout out to anybody listening to this podcast shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast bookmark it save for later listen to it oh shit this shit is dope they send it to somebody they listen to it oh shit this shit is dope we appreciate y'all we love y'all and guess what we're gonna do this again next week because y'all cannot get rid of us. Hex, give me one. U D K. I'm not sober. I like to talk when I talk. Come on, my baby, what's up? I can't wait till you come over. I'm not sober. It's 2.35. You all on my mind. It's about that time, yeah, yeah. All up on your line. What's your location? Don't keep me waiting. We do the most when I'm drunk. Yeah. Eat up the groceries for lunch. Yeah. Tell me it's up and it's up. can see all on the road. Visions of me fucking up your pretty face. Yeah, yeah. Pull up is all you gotta say. I'm on the way. Come on, my baby.